Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Short Term Rentals podcast. My name is Paul Stevens, news editor of Short Term Rentals, and today I'm joined by Celia Pronto, the managing director of home swapping company Love Home Swap. Hi Celia, how are you doing? Hi, morning Paul, I'm well thanks, how are you? I'm okay, very well, I'm very excited to be talking to you today. Um, I know, and I'm lucky number 13. (laughs) Exactly, well I'm sure it's going to be a fantastic podcast. Uh, Where are you calling in from today? I am in North West London, hoping for some sunshine. (laughs) So today we're going to be discussing the demographics of travellers who are buying into home swapping, how it ties in with the growing trend for staycations, and how the COVID-19 pandemic will lead to a shift in traveller behaviour. So Celia, my first question would be, um, how has Love Home Swap been affected by the COVID-19 pandemic? Thanks, Paul. Um, I think it's fair to say, like most other travel businesses, of course, we have been impacted. Um, But as a members-only exchange platform, our experience is probably slightly different to many others in the travel space. And the key thing for us is, despite the lockdown, um, our platform has allowed for us to continue engaging with our community and remain connected with them. And what that's meant is that our community has been alive and well throughout the pandemic. And of course, they weren't necessarily able to swap and and actually arrange travel, but they were able to dream if nothing else. Um, The other thing for us, which which has been really uh, good news, has been a very strong retention rate among our members. So for those members who were coming up for renewals, um, we saw a really strong renewal rate even during the depths of the lockdown. And that gives us some reassurance that our members are still open to home swapping and still see it as a great way for them to travel. Um, I guess the other thing I wanted to mention is we really wanted to make sure we found a way to give back during the lockdown. And so we were really delighted to have been able to get involved in an initiative with the STAA to temporarily house NHS staff um, in some of our members' homes. Uh, and that obviously our community loved and really rallied, rallied behind and got involved in. Superb. Um, and so talking about the, the home swapping trend, which demographics of traveller do you find are typically buying into this trend now? And have there been any specific points you can remember um, when you saw a spike in people agreeing these swaps or signing up or, or renewing their membership? So um, we have a pretty broad reach um, on the platform. Uh, About 41% of our Love Home Swappers own a single home, but we do have uh, 31% of our base who own a second home and even 18% who own three or more homes. Um, And we index particularly well into three segments. Um, The first is uh, families. Uh, For obvious reasons, it's much easier to travel with kids if you don't have to to lug everything with you and you can just swap with another family. Um, Empty nesters, so people traveling as a couple, uh, perhaps slightly older, where they can, um, again, have a bit more free time and uh, and the ability to travel. Um, But we also see second homeowners traveling quite extensively with us on the platform. As regards, uh, did we see any trends and any particular spikes? We've actually seen three really clear spikes in activity, um, and they were across three key dates. The first was on the 3rd of May, 
And that was really the first spike where across all our metrics, from the numbers of new members signing up for a free trial, through to people who were converting from their free trial into a paid membership, right through to the number of discussions that were happening as people tried to agree a swap, uh, and right up to actual swaps being agreed. That was the first spike. Um, and then the second was on the 7th of June, and you can clearly just see it in our numbers. Uh, and then the third more recently has been on the 27th of June. And each one of those has been a marked increase in activity, which has then stabilized before the next sort of spike. Excellent. Um, and why do you believe that home swapping is um, ideal for capitalizing on the um, growing trend of staycations? And um, what do you believe um, it offers that other segments um, or other types of accommodation maybe do not? So the first thing I'd say is we know that there are people who are nervous about getting on a plane at the moment. Obviously, we've got the airlines opening back up and for many people, they do want to get away, but there, there are still a considerable number of people who don't really want to get on a plane. Um, we also know that there are ongoing concerns that uh, people might be in a foreign country and if there is a second spike and a second wave of lockdowns, they might not be able to get home again. And the third factor is this feeling of control. Of course, all the hotels and resorts have put in place enhanced cleaning procedures, and we don't necessarily see that people are nervous about the room they're staying in, but there is a nervousness about public areas, lobbies, bars, pools, spas, etc. And the feeling of control, if you're staying in a private home and, and have some sense of control of the environment, actually plays really, really well into home swapping. Um, the final piece I'd say on that is also the value for money piece. Um, it's obviously a lot, lot cheaper to, to travel through, through home swapping than it is through, um, through staying in hotels and resorts. We actually ran some research recently and we found that 41% of Brits are planning to stay within the UK. And, and that, that's actually mirrored in the behavior we are seeing on the platform itself. Um, and, and that survey showed that people feel safer staying close to home and half of respondents claimed that they would feel safer traveling in the UK with only 29% saying that they would travel short haul and 21% saying that they would be prepared to travel long haul. Okay, that's, that's interesting to hear. And, and that actually ties in really nicely, really neatly with the, the last question. So um from all of your um, experience and expertise what um to what extent do you think this pandemic is going to cause uh, maybe a, 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 a permanent shift um in traveler behavior and then on top of that how do you think this is going to affect their their travel and accommodation choices moving forward it's a tough one to call obviously i think anyone who can call this one correctly uh is uh, is an absolute genius obviously going into this pandemic and pre-pandemic we know that the sharing economy looked bright the future of the sharing economy and there was a pwc study which showed that the uh, anticipated value from the sharing economy could grow from 28 billion euros in 2015 to 570 billion euros by 2025. Um, but of course, all of that has been impacted by, by the pandemic. What we know is um, that standards of hygiene are going to be important both now and moving forward. Even in our own survey, 82% of people considered it either important or very important. 
um, and that plays really into their personal safety and security. Um, what we are also seeing, and, and who knows if this is just a temporary shift, but factors like amenities and location and weather are starting to shift further down their list of priorities and, and the things that they really care about. Um, price and cancellation policies becoming far more important, particularly cancellation policies for obvious reasons. I think longer term, um, if, you, if you think about what could change and where the trends might lie, I think smaller, perhaps family-run businesses or private homes will do well because of that sense of control. And I guess the sense of knowing who the ultimate owner is and having a feeling of trust in them. Um, I do think it's not something we talk about very often, but I think the impact of climate change will be welcomed by many. The fact we haven't been traveling so much um, and it's the extent to which we can balance the climate versus people's desire for travel and, and how that plays out. Um, I think we are likely to see booking windows shrinking a lot more. Uh, people no longer necessarily booking very far out, perhaps booking very close to the point of travel, you know, within six weeks or so, uh, at least in the short term. Um, and, you know, perhaps we'll see people's needs becoming more modest. Um, they'll, they might just be happy to get away and perhaps enjoy the simpler things in life. And when they do travel somewhere, uh, perhaps staying a little bit longer and really exploring the area and getting to know it that little bit better. Uh, and I guess, you know, the hope is we, we end up being better tourists and slightly more considerate, valuing travel that little bit more. And um, well, thank you very much for joining me today, Celia, for the latest episode of the Short Term Rentals podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, and finally, just a reminder that you can follow all of the latest news, features and opinions from the global short-term rental industry on shorttermrentals.com, where you can also sign up to our weekly newsletters, which come out every Monday and Thursday. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.